0: Because you get up early, Jeff Sloan has to get up early to host a pre-W Smith show. And that's what you are listening to now on 760 WJR. Indeed, we have to get up early. Not just me, but uh, Mark, Kristen, and Brian. Listen, uh, that's what makes it easy to get up in the morning, get to be with you guys. And the rest of you tuning in to our show as well, we appreciate that. Makes it all uh, worthwhile. Right, guys? It's not easy when that alarm goes off at four o'clock in the morning, but but, but we love being together, we love doing the show, and, and listen, love bringing you information, news and information that's relevant to your lives these days, and you know, we focus from time to time on things going on in the business world, but also in the business world relating to the world of employment. Such a fast-changing sector these days, the employment, I mean, it's... Uh, you know, you've got your quiet quitting going on over here. The great resignation just went on over there. And the all these changes for a long time. Labor had the leverage on those who employed them. And it's just a really dynamic. Do you have you bring your people back into the office? Do you let them work at home? Do you go to a hybrid? Model? All these things are putting a lot of pressure on management of companies these days to figure out how to, A, keep their employees. But number two, how to keep their companies productive While trying to keep your employees happy and sticking with you and being productive and not quite quitting on the job. And uh, so there's lots of concern these days for those in particular who do allow, at least in a hybrid model, their teams to be at home part of the time working from home. And now questions are beginning to arise about productivity. I mean, it was fine for a while. It was even a novelty enough for a while that uh, maybe people even were more productive because they got to be at home. But now... There's real productivity questions coming into play for businesses and the senior writer at The Hustle, who we get a chance to interview frequently, we're fortunate to be able to do that, Juliet Bennett-Ryla, is bringing us the story today of how leadership at companies are facing productivity paranoia these days. Juliet.
1: So this is a term coined by Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella, or at least he talked about it in an interview. And it essentially refers to supervisors who either assume or worry that their employees are not working enough. They're not productive at work. And what Microsoft found is there's actually a huge gap in between the way workers and the way leaders are looking at productivity. So on a typical day, 87% of workers say, yeah, they're productive. They come to their jobs. They do what they're supposed to do. But only 12% of leaders have confidence that their team is productive and hybrid supervisors obviously have less confidence than those who are working with their teams in person in an office.
0: Right. And of course, this isn't really measurable. A lot of this is brought on by having people at home. It's hard to, you know, we're not monitoring these people as business leaders. We're not monitoring them. We're not able to really effectively. There's a lot of trust going on here that's required in order to convey confidence that they're being as productive as they could and should be. But at a time when there are things like, for example, quiet quitting going on, it's understandable. I mean, the concern is understandable. People may be at home and frankly, even with no bad intention, just may have more distraction, more temptation to not be as productive. Is that kind of what's uh, at the heart of this, do you think?
1: I think that definitely plays a role. It used to be if everyone was at an office job, um, and we're mostly talking about people who work in offices, obviously you could just go over and see what they were working on. And if they took off for a long lunch, you would be able to see that. And now there's, there's kind of no way to tell, but Microsoft actually found that weekly meetings, so they increased by 153% globally for the average person on Microsoft Teams, that's the platform they use, that's their software, since the pandemic began, and that is still going strong. People are still in just as many meetings. In fact, a lot of them, almost half of them are in overlapping meetings and it doesn't seem like productivity is actually going down. It's just that there's less control. And this has kind of led to this uh, back and forth song and dance where you have some companies trying to introduce things like productivity tracking software. Right. We saw a while ago, supervisors would say, hey, I noticed that you must have been away from your computer because it showed that you had gone inactive on Slack or whatever it is that they're using. And it wasn't that people were like, okay, well, I'm going to make sure that I sit at my computer for a solid eight hours and I'm constantly doing something. There were people that were buying mouse jigglers that would essentially move their computer mouse so that they could go for a quick walk or go to the bathroom without anybody asking them where they were. Unbelievable! So it turns out that employees don't submit, they subvert. And then this makes supervisors even more paranoid that that's what's going on.
0: Supervisors more paranoid and frankly, and understandably, again, on the employee side, something, you know, who likes to be tracked? It conveys a general sense of distrust. Right, And maybe even worse, disconnect
1: mm-hmm.
0: between the leadership ranks and those supposed to be doing the work and just sets up kind of an ugly relationship at the very least between the company leadership and those they're counting on to do the important work. And so lots of change, lots of challenge, lots of issues attempting to be addressed, maybe some with good solutions, maybe other solutions, not so much. But what's Microsoft's conclusion about all this? I mean, do they have recommendations or suggestions on what can and should be done?
1: Yeah, and, you know, they they make a lot of logical sense. Basically, this productivity paranoia isn't helping anyone. In the past, we've written about studies that show that tracking employees only makes them upset, and it does not make them feel included or empowered at work at all. So the suggestion here is... Instead of focusing so much on is my employee sitting at their computer and doing work the entire time they're supposed to be doing on work, instead focus on what's important. What are the tasks that they are supposed to be doing? And this can include offering like a clear outline of what the top, uh, they're calling them OKRs, that's objectives and key results are, as well as busy work that are, uh, they're calling them no KRs, like what are you supposed to be doing? What's the key thing that needs to be done today? And what are some other things that you maybe don't need to worry about? And then additionally, instead of rewarding people because they sat at a desk for eight consecutive hours or used a mouse jiggler to make that appear to be the case, reward the impact. What are they actually doing? And this is something we've talked about before. My colleague at The Hustle, Mark Den, actually did a a longer article on time-based versus task-based work. And he talked to Tammy Erickson, who's a consultant, who's a big fan of moving to task-based work. This obviously won't work for every job. There are some jobs where, yes, you show up for your shift and, and that is how your job has to be done. But Best Buy, its office decided to remove to results-only work environment because they had people who would feel compelled to stay at the office until after six o'clock, even though they had nothing to do. They would just feel like, I, I need to be here. I need to show people that I'm working. But when they moved to a more results-oriented way of tracking what was going on, they found that productivity actually increased by 41%. And a study found that people were sleeping better. They were less likely to show up to work sick and obviously get everyone else sick. They had fewer conflicts with work and family. Like People were just generally happier experiencing less burnout because they weren't feeling like, oh, I have to sit here and do a, Microsoft actually called this productivity theater. It was, I know what my job is. I know what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do my best. And that actually ended up being better for everybody.
0: Excellent. Juliet Bennett, Ryla, we thank you so much for being on with us. We're going to head to a quick break. Back with more in a minute right here on the Pre-W Smith Show.